Keep It Blue podcast with your host, Sky Fletcher Enriquez Martinez Ridley OG. Hey guys, so it's not like you just uh, listened to an episode that uh, was just published at the same time as this one. Um, somebody joined us, so she was like, oh, I missed out on the podcast? And I'm like, yeah, why? And she's like, well, boy, do I have a story for you? And then she told us a story. And we're like, why don't we just do another episode? And this one will be very toxic. Uh, toxic femininity. Toxic So, anyways, we're joined. Keep getting messed up. Your mic is fine. No, you're doing all. That's your headphones. So your headphones are being moved. Your headphones are being moved, and that's causing a little bit of interference with you being able to hear us. But don't worry. Why is it only mine? Don't worry. The mic can still hear you, and it's still recording you. It's still recording you when you talk. Anyways, we're joined here by mommies. We're joined here by masters. And we're joined here by Valentinas. Whisper into the microphone. ASMR. I sounded like that this morning. I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> She's not. She did sound like that this morning. Um, I don't know if you're comfortable sharing your, your experience. Uh, were you gagging? Of coloring. <laughs> Well, did you gag? Was it the odor? Was it the size? <laughs> no, um, stop. It was a little bit of everything. Never mind. I might not say this out loud, but just questions that go through my mind. Um, it was interesting. Got slapped. Not in a mad way. Yeah. <laughs> just very passionate coloring. Passionate. I got I got slapped by a pencil in the coloring book. Oh. <gasps> That's crazy. It's intensive coloring. And I was not expecting it. So I was a little bit upset. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Pineapples. Do you exactly. have like a safe word? <laughs> I think I need one now. <laughs> you need one now. That's that's intense. Next that, thing you know, it's going to be a finger in an area you don't want. Exactly. It's going to be so, intense. Very intense. A little still traumatized. I'm still trying to like, you know. Get out of that moment. Process I was it. very present in that moment. So now I'm just trying to. Were you out. like very into it? And then it was like. Wah, 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 wah. No, it's like not, you know, cool. Yeah, no. It was like that. Was it like the yeah, ball like, jacket episode? Yeah. And then it was like. It was like. I'm just trying to think. Awkward. Very awkward. Extremely awkward, and yeah, I wasn't ready for that, and I was just like, listen, I mean, you know, I don't want to say anything wrong or, you know, make somebody feel bad about their preferences and the things they like. Mm. It's like, I wasn't ready for that. Can we, like, slowly escalate into it? Like, you no, know, like, like, that's like a little, like a, like a little flick. <laughs> Start with a flick. A little flick. Flick is nice, like, <laughs> dumbass. You know? No, like the little, should have had a V8. Like, in the forehead. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. High five. High five, friend. That's it, you know? Like, that's a start. It was interesting. But then from there, like, you know, I thought everything's going to be great. I thought if I did that, I could go to the gym in peace. <laughs> no, that happened like that. It was it not that with me. It never does when it's not your fault. Okay? It was when it's, you know, their fault. Oh, it's something wrong. Oh, my God. You can't say anything. 
Like, wah, 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 wah. I can only speak about my experience. I don't. There, there are women who like to be hit. I, I don't like that. Mm. I don't like to be choked either. I just wasn't ready. I think. Yeah, I think that. I for me it was more of like I just wasn't ready for it. I'm sure if like I would have thought about it, like if that was something a possibility of doing. But then it wouldn't be spontaneous. But at the same time, that no, was that was too spontaneous. Fuck. That was yeah, too yeah, spontaneous. Nah. Like, what the fuck? especially if it never happened before. Well, the last two times it happened, I got it was it was another it was really really spontaneous, and I got hurt. And then from there, it took a long time to recover to right. for him to be comfortable again to be comfortable. <laughs> To so, be spontaneous. So it was like, you know, three times a charm. I say start doing the punching. Nah, I wouldn't know. Listen, <laughs> I'm trying to be a little less toxic because I remember um, actually many, 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 many moons ago. Like I'm talking about like wow, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, it was funny because you were actually at the same party with me on the party bus. Oh, yeah. I'm out there. And um, that same night, I was so drunk. And, like, yeah, I was just so drunk. And, like, my body was going through so many woman changes that day. Yeah. And um, I kept slapping him and, like, really slapping him. And, like, he was probably shocked. But, like, I guess maybe that's where he got the idea. Like, oh, God, she likes this shit. I'm saying I'm getting even but after I, I'm 10 years. But I, <laughs> right? After 10 years. But the, I don't know. I don't know. It's my fault. I opened up the can of worms. Is it my yeah. fault? I don't know. I never, I never <laughs> engage in any of that things. You know, like just it's just not for me. Like when my mom would hit me, it wasn't like ooh, hey, ooh, was it? Uh? You know, like when I was getting hit. So you I, tell me that doesn't hurt. It just doesn't correlate with me as like passion. I don't have. I guess you know, yeah. you guys didn't fuck me up to an extent where I'm like, nah, ooh, this want, is love. I didn't really get being abused is up or no. Abuse. I'm saying like I'm talking about women who like enjoy being like slapped. No, around no. I'm saying I didn't really get a fucked up or abused, but my mom would like do like like some weird stuff. Like when I'm not weird, like not like that, but like she would like slap box my face, and then I'm just like oh, and then expect me not to cry, and then yeah. I'm like what the fuck? And then when I started crying, oh come on, stop! I'm playing. So you're just making it making me feel like it's okay to get like slapped. Yeah. Like, no, like. It's traumatic. I, I talked about my grandma in the last episode. She was like a little... I think it's just Italian fucking women are nuts. It's fucking crazy. Italian women are fucking nuts. Like this something. Show, there's this show on HBO. It's called My Brilliant Friend. And it's actually mm-hmm. about women in Naples. Um, it's all in Italian. The subtitle's on it. And it's talking about women in Naples... These two women, these two girls in Naples who um, were growing up in the era where the mafia started becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then I was just watching the the movie and like maybe five years ago, if I would have watched this movie, I would have been like, oh, this is a great movie. Or like, this is like, oh my God, like I can relate, I can relate. And I did relate to many things, but I also know culturally as a culture, it was just toxic. Yeah. yeah. It's a very toxic culture, but we don't even realize it because... I don't know, maybe it's too much too much caffeine. You know, I, I don't know what it is, but it's just normal. It's normal to them because people will really act like that and it's crazy. And then I'm watching this show and I actually started crying because I'm like, oh wow, this is a cultural toxicity. And it's like this is 
how my grandmother grew up. This is how my mother grew up. And it's like, this is just not good. Didn't she didn't have to repeat it with it. me, but she surely did. I think it's it's the same for, like, Hispanic culture as well. Like, it's Italian culture and Hispanic culture are very similar. Very similar. Very, very. very. similar. I was, again, speaking. I'm always talking to people. I'm always talking to people. And another thing that we were talking about was, like, you know, oh, how Spanish people are Italian people. Mm-hmm. Commonly. They get offended when you give them a plate, when someone has food or gives you a plate of food, and if you don't want to eat because you're genuinely not right, hungry, right. it's like, no, you have to take it. You, have, yeah. you can't say no to a Spanish if mom or a Italian mom. If it's nasty, you got to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm, but so that's the good. thing. Mm-hmm. But that's teaching, that's teaching yourself yeah. to eat things when you're not wanted to just to make someone happy. And although it's everyone's like, oh, but you know, that's the culture. Yeah, that's the culture, but just because it's the culture, that doesn't make it right. And it's the same thing when, when you know, when things aren't healed or emotions aren't spoken about, you know, we just live that this is normal. Yeah. So then when we go and we meet people from other cultures that actually respect one another or, like, don't treat each other that way. Right. Now, you look like the fucking crazy psycho. You look <laughs> yeah. like the asshole. You look like the piece of shit, but it's not your fault. Because this is what you grew up in. This mm-hmm. is the, 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 the culture. So it's like, and that's the thing, that's basically what I'm trying to get to is that just because it's wrong doesn't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have to nip shit in the ass and you have to just, you know, that's where the cycle ends. Yeah. When you realize that. Well, I started... you. It's it's a pro. I don't know. Respectful to you know, kiss everybody in the cheek high, kiss everybody in the cheek bye. I don't like to do that because I don't like touching people. <laughs> so I don't want to fucking go and kiss every hi well, today to everybody. Really can't kiss everybody because well, yeah, COVID makes new standards. Yeah, now I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna, you know, like I know culturally, like I'm supposed to. It's respectful, you know. I, I don't want to be deemed disrespectful. And then I like to do like the Irish exits where you just leave and like well, nobody not say sees, goodbye. And then you just text the person. Oh, sorry. Like, hey, so I didn't want to be there anymore. No. <laughs> I don't like touching people. I just, you know. It's COVID. I don't want to fucking hide. What a great time to be alive, though, because now everything is like, oh, you know, germs. Oh, COVID. I, you couldn't say that five years ago. I was Because now people sick. look at you like you're a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Like, when you do that now, it's accepted. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's accepted. I'm feeling a little sniffles anymore. I don't want, don't touch me. Thanks. My she friend called me the other day and she was over my house the day before and she's like, oh, I'm really sick. I'm like, really sick. Why What's you, wrong? Yeah, yeah. No, but this was the day after. I'm like, oh, I'm like, not for nothing. Maybe if you feel like that, you should take a COVID test. And she's like, oh, I think so. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, not for nothing. I love you, but but like, I'm not trying to get COVID. So yeah. just take that test. And she sent me a picture and I was like, it's all right. If you would have just told me you took one, I would have believed you. I didn't need proof, but thank you. I, I appreciate that. But that's literally what the times we live in now, Yeah, which is crazy. It yeah, is. Well, Sky, you always been like that since you were a little girl. Oh, I just don't like touch. No, even like she would ask for soda, and my cousin would give her soda, <laughs> oh, germs, and she would yeah. take a zip and then try to give it to Sky. And Sky's like, "Nah, I don't want that." You drank out of it. But why would you do that? I mean, if it's, you would have did it, yeah. it's like a little from, bit more acceptable because they're like, "Oh, it's family," you know. So, but no, I'm, I'm just no. even. I'm, I just have a thing with saliva. But like, what if your aunt would have sucked your uncle's dick or some man next oh, door's no. dick? Then now you drinking the soda. And, and literally, and that's I, what I would have thought. I would have been like, "I don't know what your mouth meant." 
I what? used to always tell yeah. my kids, I don't want you to drink out of my soda because I don't want backwash. Yes. That's I love you so much. Backwash was a good excuse. Right, but right. Now, again, back to respect and a whole lot of other stuff. She didn't want to drink wanna, it after she drank out of it. Who wants to? But we've learned not to do that. Yeah. Oh, I love the that babies, but I'll buy them their own 20-ounce Pepsi before <laughs> I let them have some of mine. <laughs> Also because like when a toddler or child drinks, they backwash and it's like if yes. they if they have no, pizza, there's pizza in the fucking soda. It's just it's like a lot of time. Just it's their own I stuff. don't like. Yeah. But then it's no longer ours, it's theirs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now where's my fucking soda? <laughs> yep. Where's exactly. my drink? Yep. Who's gonna buy me my drink? So you either buy your drink, let them have some, and then you go buy your own. That's why I buy drink, water now because nobody wants my fucking water. Of course. Nobody it's wants not, it's like not delicious. vegan food. <laughs> oh, Jade would want my water. I mean, it's so toasty. Jade's a different type of breed. It's so toasty. Can I have your water? It's okay if you're afraid. I'm just, but I'm thirsty. She'll drink some. She'll ask me for a water bottle and I give it a hundred. She'll drink some and tell me, you want some? I said, no, I got water there. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks, friend. You're good. You're I said, friend. that's all for you. It's done. What's done is done. <laughs> <laughs> I love kids. Even even your kids. I try to yell at them when they drink out of whatever yeah. cup was left here. I don't want them drinking out of anybody's. I oh, I know. I love them, my babies. But they're I pretend fucking... to have a sip. I do. I can't lie about that. I'm like, mm, yeah, that was good. <laughs> no. Oh, whatever. I go, yum, 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 yum. Delicious. Mm. Like it. I yeah. love your lollipop with hair on it. So Evan made me yeah. nauseous. He was eating an egg and yeah. his hair went in his mouth. mouth. Oh he was going like this and chewing the egg. And I'm like, <laughs> you're two years old. You're gagging. How would you even know how to take the hair out of your mouth? It's amazing. I don't know. Like, <clears throat> that doesn't bother me. Like, if there's a hair in my mouth or like, you know. That bothers the fuck out of me. Really? This guy, it bothers me. It, it doesn't, one of it us. doesn't scuzz me out. Boogers. I mean, no, it doesn't scuzz me out. It just bothers me. I dropped something. Boogers, boogers never bothered me until you said they bothered you. Yeah, boogers That's fucking bother me. After all, if, if a hair's in my mouth, and I pull it out. A kid, even if it's mine. I could yeah. deal with somebody shitting on the floor and clean it for them. But if yeah. they have a booger, like with and Mike, again, it I never love, bothered me until you said it yeah. bothered you. I love Michael. But he's the most boogery motherfucker I've ever met. <laughs> like he sneezes and then it's boogers. You know what I don't like? No. When Jay gets like pimples on his nose, cause them shits, bro, like them shits skeeve me. Oh, he lied. Uh-uh. me the That's fuck the out. The, yeah. Right? I've been calling Pinocchio. Nah, not the pimples, yeah. just the pimple on the nose. You gotta do it with a fear. Finocchio, you no, fake my mother. Oh my God. Fuck, oh, you're telling me. That I'm... shit skeeves me out because I'm like, that shit could pop in my face. <laughs> no. But he don't get them no more. He been washing his face better. Yeah. It's because when he was home, pimples. he was washing his face with like ass soap or some shit. Somebody put shit. that. Oh, yeah. I, I get she mental when cheese. even she knows she knows when my soap is hiding in the closet. Yeah, the she bathroom. doesn't. She didn't. She doesn't like sharing soaps and shit, which I'm. As like, she fuck. should. That's okay. disgusting. Wait, a point. It does affect your skin. It does. If someone touched your soap and then you use it, it may affect your. If skin. I That's shove, like body wash. yeah. If I shove her bar of soap. Up my ass crack, and then she washes her face. My face. Yeah. If I wash, it could be in the glandular areas under your arm. If I have a yeast infection, we're sharing a yeast infection. Yes. Mm. Oh, yes. yes. Also, towels. I learned. Yeah, that's yes. a, that's a, yeah. So sometimes, 
Oh my, I, I learned this from even my breast. I, I ended up getting mastitis and then it ends That's up being a yeast infection. That's how I learned with towels because, you know, Mike was super yeasty? like, oh, I no. Yeah, he was yeasty. He had yeasty? a yeast infection from that. He was like, how the fuck did I get this? But um, because you're a man who no, because like I hang I hang up my towel. You like to rub your balls, and it's like all right, one yeah, and then he'll go take a shower without his towel, and then he'll just be like, oh, she hung up her towel here. I'm gonna just use her towel, and then he had a yeast infection. But that's the same shit that happened to me. That's how I ended up getting the baby ended up getting thrush. Yeah, because from a yeast infection, thrush is a yeast infection. Yeah, Jay had one. He's been and he wasn't taking the proper medication for it's been for a while, and like he. Thighs were rubbing, rubbing, and then I go. Yeah, that too. And then I'm over here taking a shower, and then all of a sudden, like, like what is it? Like the baby was like one month fresh, still smelled like vagina. Mm -mm. And I see this white stuff, and I'm like, oh man, I remember that. This looks like what Ethan had when he was like three or four, because he used to put stuff in his mouth. Yeah. And um, I'm like, oh my god, please don't let it be thrush. And then I started looking at my boobs; it looked a little. They didn't look weird, but they just had like a like irritated. They were irritated, but at the same time, also they had like this like white little like like if it was dry skin, yeah, mm-hmm. like itchy. Yeah, like a yeast infection would make you itchy. Mm-hmm. And I was just I go to the doctor. They like oh you know it could be this that. And then I went to the GYN. Mm-hmm. Like oh yeah you have a yeast infection. You have it on your because bo- I made them look at my boobs. Yeah, and they looked at them and they're like, "Oh yeah, you, you definitely. This is how your baby got thrush." So now I had to put the medicine on my boobs and in the baby's mouth every feeding, every oh, feeding. Boy. And now everybody had to get their own towel. And I tell Jay all the time, I'm like, "Oh, don't use the towels or like you know, if you shower the baby, make sure you give her a clean towel or you give her her specific towel." Even Ethan, yeah, because you're gonna give you know, yeah. you don't mean you to share do this. everything, yeah. You don't mean to do this, and I know it's normal for you to share everything because you shared everything in your household, but you don't know how many times you may have gotten a yeast infection. Yeah. Or the kids got it, so it's it's just... <coughs> let's just not share shit, guys. Let's just get everybody uh, our own shit. Yeah, Mike kids. had jock itch, and he gave it to me. Yeah, that's My taint was like pop-locking and dropping. It was it itchy. Was crazy. And then the spray that they have for that fucking burns. burns. So it was funny. So I was just... Okay, babe. Yeah, he's preparing. His legs are up. He's just vulnerable. And I'm just there. He's, ah! I'm like spraying acid on him. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, fuck, motherfucker. And then I'm like, all right, my turn. And I'm just like, oh, it stings a little. Like, Cause don't, give <laughs> don't give birth. Don't give birth. Imagine if they had to get birth. Yeah. If men had vaginas, that'd be crazy. They would fucking cry there. No baby's going to come out no fucking penis. No, no. Yeah. I mean, like, I said just something. No, I'm yeah, saying if they exactly. were women, yeah. yeah. If they were women, they, oof. Yeah, my dad said it too. He's like, oh, fuck you. I would never give birth. Yeah, he told me he would never She's give like, birth. She's like, you went and gave me a baby. He goes, no, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> He's like, I would have been, I would have had to adopt some. I'm not fucking giving birth. And I'm like, oh, but you expect her to well, have eight kids. <laughs> that's a lot yeah we, we accidents need to stick together yeah no birth right. control it was like my that's body was accidents. super <laughs> speaking of accidents i was planned no, yeah you were you i were. was planned yeah i was planned as a as a 
as a backup to saving a marriage, which that wow. never ends up right. That never ends up saving anything. I was just kids an don't save marriage. They do not save, save relationships. They don't save relationships. If anybody's out here thinking they do they're going to go. They happy, though. They do make you happy, but then you're still stressed out. And now you yeah. not only do you have to struggle to do the things that you need to do, mm-hmm. but you have to do them. And now you have to figure out how the fuck it's you're going to do that and then take care of that. No, it amplifies like this. The stress does. And I let every friend that I know who recently had a baby or was planning on it. I said, it's going to be fucking rough. And as much as you think that the person you're having a kid with is going to be like this, you know, like super dad, super dad I was yeah. like, it's, they're not, they're going to be very fucking ghettos and you're going to be very pissed and think they're fucking dumb. Yeah. And I'm right. But everybody <laughs> thinks they're going to have the perfect yeah. relationship and the perfect, the perfect life. And it's yeah. like, as much as you think you can control that, you have no control because while you're thinking everything's great, you have no fucking idea what's going through your partner's brain. Mm-hmm. No matter what the fuck they tell you. Yeah, we have the instincts to help us prepare for motherhood. But you some know? women just want to be stupid. They're just yeah. happy ignorance. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be intelligent. Being intelligent is a fucking curse sometimes. It is. Because knowing too much and then seeing how people really try to play you is insane. Mm-hmm. She was just talking about that. Yep. It's insane. It's fucking insane. It's been a curse for me as a child. I see people choose ignorance every fucking day. Ignorance Ignorance is bliss. bliss. That's what I was just about to say. I'm going to buy you a Diet Coke. I like that Pepsi. Pepsi, then. I I don't know how some mothers give birth because they think they're going to keep the guy and then they break up and then they hurt the baby. Why? I don't know. I played Pendeja with um, my first situation. You know, like initially we're like oh we have to make things work we had a baby like we're a family we're gonna break our our family up and then it gets old really fast fast. and then after that you're like fuck this shit but you still love the baby oh absolutely you still love the baby but you no longer feel like the baby needs this family dynamic of course it would be beneficial but it's only beneficial if you're in with two healthy loving parents if you're not you're just being toxic and not for nothing even if one person is being toxic and the other person's kind of just eating the shit Mm -hmm. the person eating the shit is enabling the toxicity so you're both toxic you're both toxic you can't blame one wrong when you're wrong too because you're enabling it Mm -hmm. yeah same thing like with a drug addict yeah people who enable the drug addicts are the people who don't want to give up but sometimes you have to give up because they finally have to learn how to do things on their own themselves because you've been babying them their entire fucking life and you know what it's time for you to grow the fuck up and see what the world is like because if i ain't around and i die guess what you're lost motherfucker no so that's one thing that i spoke about um i guess in the last episode um my mom took care of my dad like my whole life that's what i saw was like her doing literally fucking everything if she could wipe his asshole she would have wiped his asshole um but it's just it gets to the point where to me instead of following suit which my sisters did you know like in their relationships you know they realize like okay i have to this is my partner i have to nurture this person i have to do everything for this person because this is what i grew up seeing my mother do me i'm like fuck that shit <laughs> i'm not 
fucking being somebody else's fucking mom. I'm not tolerating being spoken to a fucking certain way. I'm not tolerating anybody bursting my fucking bubble of happiness in any sort of way means anything. Like, I'm not tolerating that shit. If I'm in a fucking jolly, happy fucking mood or I'm doing something I'm enjoying or having fun or just being my fucking self and you want to pop my fucking bubble and think I'm going to allow that shit to happen, it's just not for me. Like, I'm sorry if that makes me a fucking alpha cocksucker, you know, like, or if, if men don't find that as a appealing, you know, attribute to my fucking personality, but I'm, I'm not going to be a, a bitch. Flower to fucking yeah, no, there's points where, a woman? where you can be a delicate flower and you could yeah. be a beautiful, you know, like very but romantic and flowers. gentle with your we partner. We are delicate flowers yeah. because at the end of the day, if someone picks your yeah. your 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 petals yeah you're no longer a delicate flower you're just you're gonna be angry like mm-hmm. what the fuck yeah you're allowed to god damn it someone just picked your fucking petal yeah i'm just that's how i feel right now i just don't i'm a delicate rose yeah <laughs> i don't like shedding I just, i don't like that certain people think they have this fucking power to make these decisions that affect others yeah. in in a negative way. <clears throat> well, that comes from do they realize they're control. doing that? Do they realize they're They absolutely do know. Unless but when they're, you enable them, yeah. you're yeah. telling them they're right. Yeah. yeah. It's like what I said before with, with the culture thing. It's like, that's great that it's, yeah, okay, we all know. We all know that it's wrong. And we all know that that's just how they are, but that doesn't make it right. It doesn't. And, you know, I've been friends with you for a while, so I've seen certain situations where I've, you know, been like, hey, girl. Right. You right. being a little too housewife Like, no. He's being a little too, like. Claudina used to tell me that all the time. Yeah. He's not paralyzed. Why you don't have him get his own food? Well, listen to this. My mom. I remember, I remember, I remember this scene in my head. Like it, it lives rent free. Yeah. My mom had her best friend over. Her name was Fran, and her and Fran are at the dinner table, just like you know, like we're sitting right now, just talking. And they're talking, they're laughing, and all of a sudden, my mom has her phone right here. And you know, back in the day, they were like, you know, like the Nokia phones. It wasn't like now. Yeah. We have the screens and everything. All of a sudden, her Nokia phone goes off. So my mom grabs the phone and she's like, "Hi, baby." Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm with Fran. Talking, talking. Oh, okay, don't worry. Don't worry. That was, that was, that was Fernando. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what happened? Is he okay? Is he sick or something? Because he's in the room. He's in yeah. The room. It's like, oh, no, he's just thirsty. He wants to get some soda. <laughs> and she was like, he's like, can't get the fuck up. Oh, he's in his underwear. He's, like, he's in his room. He can't put his fucking pants on. You know, they're best friends, so she's telling, you know, she's, not that she's allowed to talk like that, but she's being realistic. With she's her. she's just like, being fucking? right. Yeah. She saw the relationship she, she was addressed. in before with my father, which was the complete opposite. And now it's like, oh, now you want to you want to cater to your man, but like he's calling you on your phone. And then this woman, and I remember watching. I was in the I was in the kitchen, and I was just watching because I wasn't allowed to be in the room. But then I want to go to my room, so I'm just watching. And this woman gets up, she pours him a big glass, like. One of those like thirteen ounce yeah the glass, like the mug glasses, the glasses yeah. mugs right and she puts a lot of ice we used to have the crush the ice mm-hmm. crush machine 
all crushed up. And then she used to pour the soda in there and then bring him a bottle on a fucking platter. Yeah, that's what my mom fucking yeah, did. Yeah, I do. And then walk in there and she's Dead. like, get the fuck out of here. And then, I, you know, I'm watching her. So I'm thinking this is normal because like, oh, my mom's doing this now. But then as I started getting older, I'm like, wait a minute. She didn't do this for my dad. And like my dad, like not, I'm not my dad wasn't perfect and he wasn't great. But like maybe if she did an ounce of what she did. Yeah. Again, I don't know the dynamics of the relationship for her to have changed or not want to do things for him. But it was just such a 360, and I, I couldn't. And it was just insane because I just watched her do this, and I started doing this 360, and I was like, what if she would have just, you know, did this thing for my dad? Yeah, a little, little bit of it. What? Yeah. So, whatever. I mean, happy ignorance. I don't know. I learned that everything. My mom taught me a lot, and I think the most important thing she taught me was not to be like her, but not in a disrespectful way. I'm not trying to disrespect her. It's in a very respectful way, which is just basically she was my example of everything I shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with life, when growing up, we don't really know what choices we're going to make. I know. Like that. So, you know, once you open your eyes and really start seeing, like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm falling in that in that pattern. I got to stop this shit. No, I, I feel the same way. Like, I saw the examples that I saw. So... I saw my sisters in toxic relationships when I was younger. I saw my mom in toxic relationships. I saw my brother in toxic relationships. So all that just showed me what I do not want, what I'm not going to tolerate. And I just, I didn't. And I feel like in this relationship, I've tolerated a lot more toxicity than I've ever tolerated in other relationships. And it's because I've also realized that I have an issue with running away from shit, you know, or like detaching myself or never fully attaching myself to the relationship from the jump so that it was very easy for me to just be like, okay, this ain't working for me now. Nope. Let me give it a few more chances. Nope. All right. Goodbye. And wash my hands of that person, which I also realize is also toxic. And that's, you know, that's an how do I um avoidant attachment is it's kind of the terminology or whatever um so I never developed like a secure attachment with anybody that I was in a relationship with so that I felt safe enough to be in a relationship with that person right so I would just okay this is not working for me do I want it to work for me yes but I've never been in that kind of blind love where I'm sacrificing my fucking mental health and myself for another person. Right. I just can't. I hear you, but it's it's not that easy. It's not. I've catered to my husband. I've definitely brought food to him on a platter, but... Yeah. Best believe it wasn't because he called me and said, hey, I'm thirsty. Yeah. Like an occasion or like he did something that made me feel, oh, let me do this for you. You know, as women, yeah, we soft or whatever. Who cares? At the end of the day, at the core of our nature, we want to do things. Right. Yeah, we want to show way. love. It's like that. that's an act of service. That's a that's a form of love. That's a form of love, acts of service. Yes. Yeah. And actually, you know, it's funny. I actually learned about that terminology today. Really? Yes, because I met a girl. I mean, I saw her crying and like she's really cool. She's mad dope. 
And mm-hmm. I, you know, I was like, you know, when usually people cry, I was like, maybe she wants a hug or she needs a hug. And I wanted to go hug her. So I walked up to her and I went up to her. I'm like, you okay? You want a hug? She was like, no, thank you. And I was like, all right. And I walked away. And then, you know, um, we all talked about it. And she was like, hey, I didn't mean, you know, she was like, I didn't mean to be rude. I was like, no, no, it's okay. I, I That's why I asked you. I asked for consent. I'm not just going to yeah, go up you're not gonna just and hug, hug somebody. You. Yeah. And just, and just like, you know, and then she's like, yeah. And, you know, she's telling me the same way. Um, you know, I really don't, I'm not, I don't like physical touch. And like, I, in the in my head, I thought of you. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I know someone like that. <laughs> and then, um, someone had asked her, so what are your, what is like, what is your, your preference? And she's like, oh, acts of service. Same. And that's her, her love language, acts of service. And like, um, like giving mm-hmm. and receiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's good to know. Cause I'm a giver. <laughs> I'm giving her a lot of ways. No, that's, yeah, that's the same thing with me. I, my love language is acts of service. And my mom was very affectionate with me mm-hmm. growing up. And I don't know if it was to an extent where I felt a little, like, suffocated to an I'm extent. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. Yeah, but, you know, you <laughs> lost. Yeah, she led me so much. But I guess that's what made it, like, okay. And then my dad was the opposite. Yeah. His thing was, okay, I love you. I'm going to buy you this toy. <laughs> I love you. I bought you this thing that you're not going to wear, but I bought it for you. <laughs> I bought it for you because I liked it. I thought of you. I and thought of you. And that's, and I'm just like, oh, I love it. Thank you. It's my favorite. You know, so those are, that's that's kind of my thing. The same thing. Like, Mike's love language is physical touch. And his thing is like he's very big on intimacy and we have issues with intimacy because I have the psychosexual disorder. So I don't I've been, you know, sexually assaulted and stuff like that. And I've been in situations where touch is not nice for me, you know, and my body responds in like an anxiety. I still suffer from PTSD from that. And he gets very upset over it. And he's just like, oh, blah, 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 you know, like, I need affection. And I'm just like, yeah, I get it. But, like, what are what are you doing that makes me feel safe and secure to allow you to give to, to right. because give physical trigger. touch? That's it's a trigger triggered to me expectations of that or, like, pressure from that. It triggers towards me. And it fucks me up again. So it's like, you know, like there's moments where everything's fine and we're able to have like a very healthy, loving, you know, life and, you know, private, privately. Right. (laughs) But there are situations where I can't. And his, I'm like, my love language is, you know, acts of service. Like if I'm overwhelmed or something, like you doing the dishes or you making dinner or you putting the clothes away or you making sure that like our home environment feels like nice and comfortable for me speaks like immense amount of love for me. It it would make me feel like, wow, this person really loves me because they are noticing that I'm under all this pressure, this stress. Um, I'm very overwhelmed and he's picking up what he needs to pick up from it, you know? And to me, that's that's the most love is like, I'm noticing this is her triggers. I'm noticing she's upset because of these circumstances. And to make my woman feel better, I'm going to provide those acts of service to alleviate the stress on her shoulders. And 
I don't want you to fucking rub your dick on me. I want you to, oh, do you, are you, you know, in pain? Let me rub your back. Eventually, maybe I'll be like, wow, I feel so relaxed. Slide your dick in me, you know? <laughs> I'm so relaxed from that massage. Put it anywhere. Tell yourself, I think sometimes, because this happens to me sometimes. Yeah. You have to tell yourself, like, I am ready to receive. When you tell yourself you're ready to receive, things kind of just come a little easier. Yeah. Like, become a little easier. So, but it's funny because, like, you know, the bedroom is like, you know, everybody talks about it so easily. Yeah. Yeah. We joke about the bedroom. We joke about, but at the end of the day, I don't think we realize how important the bedroom really is. It is. The bedroom is not only the place where you exchange energy and exchange time, you know, momentum and things like that. But mm -hmm. the bedroom literally is where you create families mm -hmm. and, and, also where you create a bond and it's funny i actually wrote about this in one of my notes i'm not sure i picked it up right now yeah um, no but what you're saying is absolutely get, yeah. right and i i agree i feel like there is, i can be more physical and i need to be more physical i need to have a healthy sex life and i need to overcome like these obstacles that i was faced with um i need to to me, it's just pain. And it's just the idea of having sex is gets me anxious. The right. idea of being penetrated gets me anxious. And then automatically, it's painful. But it's like a sandpaper dick. You have to try sometimes. Like, just get out of that state of mind. You have to. The thing that's going to help. No, I do. So it's, like, very weird. So if, if there's any other women who experience what I experience or have, like, vaginismus or a psychosexual right. disorder... What I've learned is that, like, if you foreplay, like, like young kids foreplay, like, if you dry hump each other, if you, like, massage each other or, like, kiss like nicely. Yeah. So dry humping or whatever, like, just the motions of beginning to engage in, in sex, like, just the pretending of sex, it kind of helps alleviate the stress and anxieties of the pain from penetration. Right. So, it does. It yeah. Does. So I've noticed doing that has helped. Like, you know, we just have to like dry hump each other naked right. for a little bit. And then you're able to feel comfortable enough to be like, okay, I can do this now. I feel comfortable. Cause I, I still like, I'll clench up my whole body. will just, it's just an automatic thing. And I'm just like, okay, I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed. I allow this person to be with me. I'm sharing my body with this person. I love this person. We're sharing energies together. Yeah. Nothing's unsafe here. Nothing's forced. And then you get into a mindset where you can enjoy right. being, you know, yeah. sexually active. I actually found the note and I Go titled ahead. it. I titled everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I called it Where I Slumber. And it says, where we sleep is so important. I just literally said this. And intimate, you must always respect where you lay your head for its we create our ideas, absorb our energy for the day, the day of light, and lay to create our families and build strong connection, our most vulnerable but strong place in the world. That's where it is. The bedroom is our most vulnerable but the strongest place in the world. Because without that bedroom, you can't wake up the next day a better person. You can't create your family if that you know and even if and if you're creating your 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 family in a shitty bed you're going to create a shitty life because what are you what is your responsibility as a human 
as a, as like a like a human in today's society to to sleep with someone where they can't even afford bed sheets. Like you know that's a chaotic environment already. Why you even respect yourself? The both of men and women need to respect themselves cuz where you sleep is important. Well, I've I've heard like many different um ideas according <laughs> to this. So a lot of it is that we're just animals. So this is an animalistic instinct is to be sexually active, to reproduce. You know, like we have those urges no matter right, what. but we're also human. And yeah. we were born with the capacity yeah. to think. Yeah. So yes, we're animals. That's 100% true, but we, 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 we communicate. Yeah. We communicate. We have homes. We created these homes. Isn't so if like we created emotionally. this. Right. So if we created these homes, let's respect the ideas that we created. Yeah. Let's respect that and have self-respect for ourselves, dignity for ourselves as humans versus animals. That's why we're not categorized as animals. Yeah. It is an animalistic instinct. You're absolutely right. But we're not fucking animals. Because if we were, we'd just be fucking everybody. But I think it's just because we're humans and we right. just categorize as not ourselves as not animals. <laughs> some, some or most animals make forever. So yeah. You pick and choose. It's uh, for everything. But that also goes back to how you develop as a society. Certain animals, certain breeds, mm-hmm. certain, you know, in, in the kingdom of animal kingdom and species, yeah, they've they found a value and a respect and they go by that respect. So back to being, oh, we're animals. And this, animals, there's animals, like you said, they value that and they mate forever. Yeah. So if, if these animals can do it, Though we are like comparing ourselves to in in a certain nature where it's just like, ooh, yeah, why can't we? We have, we're more intelligent. Yeah. We have the, not that we are more intelligent, but we have the capacity to be more intelligent. We've already come so far. Mm-hmm. That's when supposed to kicks in. You're supposed to do this and you're supposed to know that. And it goes back to being happy ignorance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What also is like, your upbringing, since we already spoke about that, your upbringing does correlate to yes. um, relationships in the future. 100%. So you can get different attach- like attachments. So if I had a secure attachment with my mother, which I do, like I did write a paper on this um, where I spoke about like I did have a secure attachment to my mother. Um, but once my mother started working and, you know, once like things started happening, I started developing a more secure attachment to my sister because I felt like as as children grow up, they just gravitate to mm-hmm. caretakers. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the mom, the dad. It can be no, siblings. Again. It could be, you know, the daycare person, the, the teacher. Yes. So they need to have that secure attachment in order to develop and have those kind of relationships in the in the future. So if they have a parent who wasn't necessarily there or was a certain type of way, it causes different kind of things. Or there's also the helicopter moms, which is another kind. I fucking forgot the word, even though it's I'm so taking hard. this class. They, I forgot the word for it, but it does cause people to be anxious and to grow that unhealthy attachment to their partners to where they can't do anything without their partners. They have to like live, breathe, crawl up their asshole. And that has to do with they they feeling like they cannot survive in this world on their own or manage on their own because that's what they were taught as children. It's just so hard. 
It, like, I think this is it's a just a lot. Topic. There's like a whole bunch like right, of science to that shit. To another topic, which goes idea. to, you know, what is right? Like we're like even us as women. Like I feel like a lot of women can relate. We're trying to give ourselves love, do for ourselves, give ourselves some time, be kind to ourselves, have a job, mm-hmm. or make some type of income, or have some type of money flow coming in. But wait. While we do all that, we have to teach our children right from wrong. We have to take care of people. We have to make sure dinner is ready by this time. That's why I don't know what the saying 50-50 means because it's not. It's never with women. No. It's men have their roles and women have theirs. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. Listen, there are men who do it all. Yes. I've seen men who do it all and I've seen women who are pieces of fucking shit and do fucking 0.2%. That I know is relevant. I know that does exist. I'm not saying that that doesn't. But based off of our experiences and many women's experiences, it's not fucking 50-50 in regards. And I know it does exist in perfect little fucking relationships where 50-50 does exist. But I don't think it fucking exists from my experience. Because a man can't do what a woman can do, and a woman cannot do what a man can do. But that goes back, that's a whole nother conversation, a whole nother topic (laughs) for another day that we get into. We will. Because (laughs) for sure, I can tell you this. Where I stand is I respect men for being men. Yep. As the same way men should respect women for being women. And there are men who respect women for being women. But there's a lot of man babies. Yep. Who want to be fucking mothered. Mothered, exactly. And I am not your mother. I am not anybody's mother. I I am a partner. I want to be in a partnership. I want to make sure that we're doing, you do your role, I do my role. And that all, like I said, correlates to their upbringing. They probably had very absent mothers or neglectful, abusive. Fathers. Yeah, yeah, fathers, mothers. Too much. But yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's. It's always a topic, but like I said, another topic for another day. This has been great. We're, we would have just kept fucking going, and then it's already like at fucking yeah, fifty minutes for sure. We could talk for hours. A bitch is drunk, right? I don't have to be drunk to, to motor mouth. No, I'm motor I don't. Mouth. I'm just fucking. I guess I no sleepy right now. <laughs> Not for sure, but this is definitely a whole other can of worms to talk about because I there's definitely a problem in our society where society is killing families and it's killing families because we are we keep we keep enforcing equality amongst men and women and hear me out before y'all shut the shit off and be like what the fuck is this bitch talking about men are men and women are women there are things that men can do that women absolutely cannot fucking do and there are things that men the women can do that men can absolutely not fucking do they can try we can try but it's not in our nature we have what's in our nature. We can't have what's in our nature and expect for something that's not in our nature to just happen. So you have to, you really have to sit down and really figure it out. Like, it's not something that people are going to teach you. You just have to look in front of you. Yeah. Just look in front of you. And another problem is, is society is teaching men to kind of, men who want it all, and think they deserve it all without putting in the work that a man is supposed to do expecting things from women. It's the same thing. Some women are not putting in the work of a woman to receive what is needed 
in that relationship. It's a correlation. You have to yeah. pour in each other's cups. You can't do that when you're teaching men men to hate women, to dehumanize and sexualize women. And you can't teach women to, you know, be the the woman that a man would like if we're constantly demasculating these men. Yeah. They're going to want to, of course, they're going to fucking step out. Of course, It's not right. It's not right. Of I'm not saying it's gonna right. they're going to find another stupid bitch. But of course, <laughs> they're going to want to step out. Yeah. Or do some stupid shit or or ignore you or be fucking nasty to you. You're demasculating you're demascul yeah. demasculating, demasculating them. What what do you think is gonna come out of that? Happiness? No. Absolutely fucking not. It's gonna hate you, bitch. He's gonna still fuck you. Can you go can you go pop that pussy for him? Yeah. No, and the thing is is like even in, in relationships you know, like men cheat for sexual purposes. Men also cheat for emotional ones, just same as women, women do, do the same shit. You can't, you can't look at one without looking at the other. There's reasons why I'm. I know people who, you know, even they think that the like, you know, oh, my my, my husband does this, this and that, or I'm not talking about me personally. Uh, my husband does this, this and that, and I'm gonna tell him this, this, this and that shit, and it's like. What do you think that's gonna do? You're mommying him. You're yeah. talking to him like if he is your son. And yeah. if he's acting like your son, then you should not be with him. I don't like when men try to be fathers either. Like exactly. the whole I have I'm, to ask permission to do something. No, or I have to fucking not. You know, there's I'm a courtesy thing of like, oh honey, I'm gonna do this. Or oh honey, I'm gonna do that. Or well, same thing with men. Like, but oh, hon, then when they the accept, boys. when the yeah. man accepts it, accepts the mother son behavior, and when the woman accepts the daughter father dynamic that her husband or partner is trying to portray, who are we to blame but ourselves? Because we're enabling that fucking toxic behavior. Exactly. We're both being toxic at this exactly. point. Man and woman is both agree. being toxic. Mm -hmm. That's it. But yeah, a whole nother conversation for a whole nother topic. This is a crazy can of worms. Good night, guys. Good night. <laughs>